It's finally allegedly happening. We will definitely, probably get the Nintendo 64 Classic just in time for Christmas of 2018. If the leaks are true, which they are, because I read them on the internet. So, in order to prepare our hearts and minds for what has the potential to be the turbo man of this holiday season, we are throwing out all of the games that we would like to see on this throwback classic. No game or franchise is off limits as we speculate wildly. Did we affirm or throw shade on your favorite game from your youth? More than likely both. And that's what we want to talk about this week on the Free Play Podcast. You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. What's up, nerds? My name is Bubba Stalker. <laughs> I was not expecting I that to happen. I was too busy reading the script, and then here comes Matt with his Breath of the Wild. That, okay, my name is Bubba Stalker, and you're listening to the Free Play Podcast. We are part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, and join with me... Almost little brother annoyingly is Matt Warmbier. What's your problem? You I'm knew just saying. I was gonna do that. First of no. all, he's older than he's older. Yeah. Than I said yeah, little like little brother. Big, like a big bro. Like a big bro. Yeah. Um, but is Matt Warmbier and Matt Warmbier is playing, ironically enough, his child's accordion. I bought it for him, but I wanted it for me. <laughs> Boom. Hey, Avon, got you this thing with my name on it. Just thought I'd share it with me. I just want to play it. I know, and you're doing good. good. You've got the stuff. (laughs) You've got those four notes that you're doing. I'm gonna figure out the other notes. Okay, (laughs) I don't have a lot of time in my life. I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm just really stating facts. And if they sound like shade, that's not my fault. I don't forget all y'all. Also with us today, (laughs) as always, is Kate Katawake. Hello, Kate. How we doing? You're out there in California. And you're not just in California, you're in Southern California. You're not just in Southern California, you're like right there. It's uh, been a crazy time here. For those of you who don't know, I don't know who would not know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, there was a shooting up the hill at this bar and grill called Borderline. And that was wild. Thousand Oaks is considered one of the top three safest cities in the United States. I guess not anymore. Yeah, I don't think that can so be So that true. was that oh, was yeah. wild uh, community rocking event for sure. And then less than 24 hours after that, there's all these crazy fires here in the same area. And everybody in that area is having to evacuate. The fires this time are not as close to me as the ones last year, but they are still close. Like our church... Uh, is an evacuation center for people to go to <sighs> just it's yeah, just happening like everything is happening i mean yeah and everybody's just getting smashed by just terrible things happening it's just a heavy season for this county really because we know that with the fires come the possibility of the mudslides like if it rains a little bit oh yeah like it's yep. game over Which, out there which it will. And one of the things that slowed down part of this current fire was that it ran into the burn scar on the mountain of a fire we had five years ago. 
So that actually was a good thing because there's just not as much to burn there. The fire's already been through there at some point in time, so that kind of helps break it up mm. and slow it down. But ugh. it's in a it's different area, though, right? Then, it's in then a the different obviously area. it has to be than the one that just happened. It's a different area from the one that happened last December, which was in Ventura. So, but like from our driveway at night, we could see flames and, you know, the glow is really freaky and it's just otherworldly. Can you still see it? Like right now, if you look outside? Right now, no. And the smoke's really cleared up a lot. It's kind of down more towards LA, I think, at this point, which is good for us, bad for them. Yeah. It's just one thing after another, after another. And where it went through, like that whole, remember when we drove you to the airport? Uh Uh-huh. I was there. And we took we took Pacific Coast Highway all oh. the way back to LAX. That whole Pacific Coast Highway is burned up all the what? way. What? All yeah. those houses? All of it. So like Malibu? I mean, yeah, Malibu got scorched. <laughs> the whole city was evacuated. It was oh gnarly. And, and a lot of those people have ranch property in the hills. Yeah. So, and the ranch property is what burns like that just because it's dry grass. Oh, yeah. It's, it's dry. It's a tinderbox. Everything box. up there is so dry that if... And some people are saying, oh, it was arson. It's arson. Well, in that case, there's no way, at least right now, to know that it's arson. It's so dry up here and so windy that if there was a spark from like a telephone wire and it fell in the right place, that would do it. That would cause this whole thing. Or somebody Mm -hmm. throws their cigarette out the window and it rolls while from the wind and it blows into a bush. That could have done it too. They're saying campfire on the news, but... I don't know. Who, Who knows? I, I don't know. I mean, how could you even possibly say this was the the genesis of this fire? It's so, so huge. So huge. Yeah. So I don't, maybe they do know, like maybe by the time this podcast comes out, they'll know the mm. cause of it. But last I heard, nobody knew. The last fire um, press briefing update I saw said they were not sure what it was, the cause. Yeah. I mean, we're Just, recording this yeah. on a Monday, and by Friday when this drops, I mean, it, there probably will be tons more information, and hopefully this thing's more contained. Um, yeah, if it's moving towards L.A., they already had it last December. You know, the L.A. fires were just, I mean, it it got more than it needed to. Um, so, I mean, if you guys are the praying type, um, please be in prayer for not just Thousand Oaks, but also really all of SoCal right now as that fire continues mm-hmm. to burn. Yeah. Then there was one up, a fire up north, too, that decimated like a whole town. Really? The Paradise Fire. I yeah. heard about I so thought that was a part of the same. No, that's up north. Our so local Austin past, like, NBC or ABC or whatever, like they sent people up to Paradise to go cover that. That was crazy. Yeah, so that's way up north, like past San Francisco. So maybe eight hours away. Man, that's I don't know. That's depressing. Um, this is a classic California thing, though. Like you know, you guys get hurricanes or tornadoes or whatever. We get fires and earthquakes, but mostly fires because we have this same season that comes every year where it gets super windy and hot for like a week. It's prime fire spreading time. Like these winds are like 40 miles an hour. Yeah. The Santa (laughs) Ana winds. That's, they are real for sure. I hate them. They make my allergies so bad. Yeah. Everybody says real, real deep curse words about them. Not under their breath, but really as loud as they can from the rooftops. 
because yeah. the wind drowns out the sound. You're yeah. right. Unless you unless you're <laughs> screaming with the wind and which right. it carries. And I could probably hear it. Yeah. Here. In Kentucky. Yeah. So definitely mm-hmm. just be praying for Ventura County, for LA County. There's a lot of people that have lost homes. There's people that have died from the fires. So Yeah, that count. And then was there's crazy. the whole Yeah, then there's the whole shooting, you know, situation that happened that is very bad. And then the second any rainfalls this winter if we get any rain it's gonna have all those hills come mud sliding down so it's gonna be great have you um now stop me if i've said this before but have you thought about moving no no i'm in the i live in the safest part of the county just have you thought about it though the safest part of the county (laughs) no i haven't thought about it you literally can look out your back window and see the the fires all of the windows and see the fires that's yeah, but the thing terrifying. is, is that it's not anywhere near. It's not close enough for me to have to evacuate. You know when it's that's, close enough when I can see it. That's <sighs> what people in Kansas say when there's a like a F five tornado. <laughs> oh, it's a couple blocks away. We're we're fine. Oh Bump that. It's just diff. It's different, and it, and and where I live, there's not all that dry brush. Like that's the stuff that gets lit up. Yeah. I don't know. I'd move anyway if I were you. No, I'm good. To more central. I'm fine. Maybe Nashville. There's fires I'm just gonna throw it out there. There's water. I mean, Stephen can do water stuff in Nashville. I bet they got water out there. It's too humid there. Because the water. Mm. A lot of water in the can, air. Hold on. Can it Job be security. any more humid than living next to an ocean? It's not humid here. I mean, it's humid, but not crazy humid all the time <laughs> ladies like, and gentlemen like one time Kanawaki explains humidity Here no, we go. no 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 no. like one, one time i was in new orleans and i went outside and my sunglasses fogged up immediately that was that's not new orleans that's not how it gets here like that level that's of right it, it, it's a different no, kind of humidity but it's definitely not dry not like a dry no. air i don't know dry grass all, all this science just talk is move yeah, just move and then we won't have to talk about it ever again Speaking of talking about it ever again, guys, you're going <laughs> to oh, want yeah. to go and listen to the other podcasts that we have on our network, one of which is the Humans of Gaming, and they are up to episode 127. Don't let that fool you. They have not done 127 episodes. Just This is the number that we have, episode 127, and they are talking with, I'm going to get this completely wrong, but I'm going to try it anyway, Toya Kristen Finley. Did I do it? I mean, that's how I would do it. Freaking yes. crushed it. They're going to talk to uh, her and they're talking about narrative game design and also gaming's hashtag Me Too movement. So make sure you get on there, like and subscribe and follow it on all of the podcasting places. We talked about Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, really almost anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you'll be able to find them. Um, And also, you're going to want to listen to Chris and Hector as they do the Pull List podcast. Guys, they are on episode three still because they're not weekly. They're bi-weekly, but they still have out the Immature Marvel, um, which we are throwing heavy amounts of shade at. Also, Giant Walmart comics, which Matt tells me. He assures me. Giant size. Hugely large. No, I did not say that. That's the name of them. Get out of here. Embarrassing me, <laughs> and also the three no, top starter graphic novels. Um, I listened to a little bit of this episode. Um, just had something else come up and couldn't finish it. Um, and they talk about video games on this episode, and they step on our toes a little bit. Um, 
I'm okay with that. I just want to say publicly, I'm okay, Hector, Chris, if you guys want to talk about video games, it's okay. Um, just make sure you check with us first and so that we can we can <laughs> sign be, off on sign it. Sign the proper yeah, yeah. the proper form to be signed. I, I just want to make sure that we issue the correct number of demerits to your <clears throat> podcast. Two. Two merits. Um, but anyway, you guys are going to want to go and listen to that. That's the pull list podcast. They've got three episodes out so far. Um, it'll make you pull your wallet out and want to spend money. I, I just throw mine at the screen or my phone. Whenever I, I, I usually don't it. have that problem with comics anymore. Um, and I, f- I figured out why here's the deal. I don't go to the comic book shop anymore. And if you don't go to the shop, Man. you don't it's have like a siren calling you in. <laughs> that, you're thinking of Starbucks. Yeah. Nightcrawler, come buy me. I'm not going to buy a Nightcrawler comic. There'd be no way on earth well, I bought a Nightcrawler comic. But what if he well, was... Hold on, hold on. I got, this, I got this one. I'm ready. What if he... They, they found out Nightcrawler decided to stop being an ex-man, uh-huh. and he decided to be technology director of a small Baptist church in Texas. <laughs> um, I couldn't relate to that because we in a small Baptist church. I was going to say small. Roasted. <laughs> They're like... All right. Okay. No, um, but I did. I did go to. I, I went and got my haircut. Went to the as my as my church secretary calls it. I went to the hair doctor, and uh, because she is a Southern Belle and we love her so much. Um, but I went and got my hair did, and right next, like legit, right next to my barber is my friendly local game store slash comic book shop. So I went in there to see what they had. They didn't really have anything board gamey that I wanted. Um, oh, I take that back. They had Five Minute Marvel. I almost picked up Five Minute Marvel. You would have not regretted it. I know, I know, I know. I just wasn't ready to spend 30 bucks And now you're filled with regret. I was Mm -hmm. immediately filled with regret. Anytime I want to buy something and I don't buy it, the regret sets in. Regret happens, immediately. But um, I did walk back to the comic book area and I saw saw a bunch of things that I just wanted to put my hands on. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean what I said, yeah. I think where I am more okay with not buying all the stuff now is because I don't know everything that's going on. As long as I'm kind of like aloof to the stories that are happening, I don't want to go buy all of them. Well, they have this interesting uh, Spider-Geddon thing that's going on right now where yeah, it's like Spider-Man and everything. I just, I, there were there were no less than five storylines out there in Spider-Geddon. That's yeah. Well, they're taking it's like it's kind of probably from like the Spider-Verse thing mm-hmm. where there's a bunch oh, of different yeah. ones. Yeah. Guaranteed that it's it's a don't lead up to into it. the Spider-Verse. And I just I feel I I don't know. I feel like I have to have it. And I walked out of that shop with zero items. It, wow. was, a, it was the single greatest feat of my entire life to well not done. buy anything. I can see that. Yeah. Because uh, I want to support my friendly local game store and my local comic book shop, but also um, it's rough in the streets because right now we are having to replace flooring in our bathroom. Yes. What uh, so what happened was here. Okay, here's a precursor to this story. I am I'm 100% sure that my house is held together with like tubes of caulk because. Yeah. I I mean, instead of using liquid nails or real nails or screws, they just went around and just puttied everything, including the toilet. So where you would normally use what are called J-bolts, 
to hold the toilet to the floor. They found out there's not e- there wasn't even a flange. I'm using a lot of really uh, I was homeowner say, words. I, I'm following. I don't know what, following. Know what that the is. The flange is what affixes to the floor mm-hmm. and uh-huh. is the is the gateway between your trap and also your toilet. So anyway, there was no flange there. So it was just like freestanding on, they put the wax ring there, but it was just freestanding on the wax ring. So the bolts, what they did was they uh, put the caulk guns in there and just pumped that thing so full of the goop that it literally lifted the toilet up off of the wax (laughs) ring. I kid you not, like you can't write this stuff. And so it was slowly but surely leaking. And Anna was like, there's something wrong with the bathroom. And so sure enough, you go in there and you can hear squishy, squishy on the floor. And we have that like, it it was a lot of pee because we're training two little boys how to pee. And they're like, Mm -hmm. I don't need to train. I got this. Um, They they don't have it. And so we have the flooring that is the snap in vinyl, but it's like the press board stuff. It's not made for bathrooms. It's actually not made to get wet. Like you sweat on it and it swells to the size of grapefruit. So... (laughs) Um, we are like, okay, we're seeing all this bubbling happen and all this stuff. So I go to take it out because we just, we have to, and it's just sopping wet all on the bottom of it from the tub over to the, uh, toilet all the way up to the the sink in there. Like the whole thing is just wet. And so I'm pulling it out and I'm feeling slime on the bottom of this. So it had started to collect mold and mildew. I mean, were you using gloves or? No, I wasn't thinking about it. And your boy here is very highly allergic to mold. Um, And so what happened was I was, you know, we were scraping all this crap off the floor and and underneath it was like stick on vinyl, like tiling, you know, the the, the nasty crap that they have on there. Um, So we had to pull that up and scrape off the glue that was holding it on. And so by the end of that night, my palms, like my whole hand was puffed on both hands all the way up to like my wrist. Don't be a baby. Just huge, like <laughs> one solid hive. It was so bad that I was like, I, I couldn't make a fist, and it was like pounding, like deep pain. Oh, like think, think deep, so not bad. like not surface level pain, but like something is grinding on the inside of my muscle. I know so much so that, that when I released, it was worse. And then it was like the best feeling in the world when it just went numb after that. So I, mm. I did that a couple of times. Like I went through the pain just to get to the relief. Um, it's probably what a junkie feels like. I don't know. Like I was having those thoughts. Probably, but you know what I was just thinking is that maybe you shouldn't have admitted your allergy to everyone because now everyone knows your weakness. Yeah, please, please don't do that. Um, the mold is my kryptonite. I am allergic. I could I, send you mold in the mail. I can't. I can't you even take penicillin. Yeah, like penicillin oh, really? is the it is the magic cure all everything, and I can't take it. So, so then, what happens? Oh, I, I, I get to take steroids, girl. Oh. Yeah, they give me the juice in pill form. Um, and yeah, roid rage, I smaller, know that. Smaller doses and quantities. I'm not allergic to anything. Yet. Oh, so what you're saying is you have no weakness? Challenge Bubba accepted. Bubba um, <clears throat> Well, I, I, know, I know what your weakness is, but I'm not going to tell you or anybody else. I'm just going to use it when the time is right. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. That's smart. But we, so we're replacing the flooring and it, we got the super duper flooring. This is the life proof stuff that has the cushion in the bottom of it. It has the snap in mm. lock seal. So water can't get through it. P it's, seal. No, P seal. Well, I'm hoping it seals P too. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but we're ready. I'm, I'm about three quarters of the way done. I've got to go home tonight and reinstall the flange. 
route out the the hole for the flange and then also lay the rest of the flooring and the toilet. I know that sounds like a lot, but all the hard stuff is like done. Cut all the flooring. Everything's ready to go. It's ready to be installed. And I am ready to be done with this project, like 100% done so. So that's what's going on in my life. But nobody cares what's going on in my life. I just, I like to talk about it because... I'm on a, I'm hosting a podcast. Makes it feel better. Yeah. yeah. Makes it feel better. But here's something you guys will care about. And that's what we've been playing. So Kate, let's go ahead and start with you. What have you been playing? I have one thing written. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Nice. You're still sending me yeah. photos. I think your well, composition you can use a little work. No, I send them to you for mm-hmm. me. You don't have to look at them. Do not give me feedback on the photos. I can't help it. Just it's too late. When you see yeah. there's a message, just don't look at it. That's not how I operate, <laughs> unless it's spam. I'm trying to find another way to do it. No, I think you're fine. You keep doing it. I don't want to post to my old my own social media from there. I want to look at the I different options. I gave you another way to do it. I <laughs> told you. Make what it private. It when you send it, make it private. Like when you send it to social media, make it private. That only That's so you much can extra see work, it. though. It's nah, easier to send it to, bu- to Bubba and then save it. Well, you're sending them, and that's that's great. I love it. It's it's wonderful, Whatever. fantastic. It means I'm engaged in the game. Yeah, it's great. I'm really intrigued by the story, but I'm trying to not just do story stuff because then I won't do any of the side stuff that I want to do and spend all these hours in the game. So I'm forcing myself to go to each area, do as much as I can in each area. And then, like I said last week, the reward is I get to do a little bit of the story. Yeah, hashtag side stuff. Yeah, but there is a lot of side stuff, some of it. And yeah, you know, there's that Assassin's Creed grind where it is kind of repetitive. There's like bandit camps and forts and stuff. The world is, I still think the world's awesome. I need to do a lot more ship stuff, but the story has me hooked right now. Okay. I don't want to like, you know, spoilers, but I think it's really good and I think it's really compelling and I'm interested to know what's next. You could just Google I it. I probably... It's true. Just saying. I mean, there's probably like a YouTube playthrough. I mean, I, I really oh, question sure how is. much you want to know. Well, I don't want to know right now. Okay, that's fair. I don't I'm intrigued by the historical characters. I'm learning about ancient Greece. It's fun. Definitely get the game. I have a shocking amount of hours in it for... I mean, if I told Steven how many hours I had in the game, he would probably be a little shocked. How could you so even, over 20, how, how can you even tell? 20, so. How can you tell? It is very clear. It shows right when you go to open up your game. Oh, it, it says does. it right there. So oh, I'm kind of like, does good. it really? So I just like to... quickly go to like continue. No, no. Oh, in the game. In the ga- okay, got yeah. you. I was going to say, I, no, I wish PlayStation's a blood, man. Not all games are created equal. Not all systems are created equal. I love everything about the PlayStation. Except cool. that two things. I hate that you can't find out how long you've been playing the game, and currently you can't change your name. Those are the or two things you I can't hate. send the screenshots to yourself. Nobody ever needs things. to do that. BFD. I want that. Yeah. So I'm fine with all that stuff. So. It is a great game. I'm still playing it. I will probably be playing it for a long time. And I apologize in advance if my Odyssey upgrades get or updates get. Boring, but who cares? You're That's fine. what I'm playing. You're fine. Well, it allows us to do things like this. Hey, Matt, what have you been playing? Uh, well, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, what is it's the thing? Not, it's not much different than the previous weeks. I mean, oh, I feel like Red, De- killing me here. Red Dead, I know, Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to be 
that game I probably played the rest of the year at least. Here you go. I'll let you. Yeah, I'll let see you slide. that I'm the same way with Assassin's Creed. So what I'll do you mean? I'll Why let you. I'll let you slide. So long as you can do this. All I need is Matt. I need one more hilarious story from Red Dead. Oh, different gosh, from one okay. you've already told. Okay, I'm just give me like a second to think here. Uh, I feel here, I'll okay. start you off. I got you. One day when I was playing Red Dead, I I was chasing down. I can't remember if I told the story or not. Maybe I did. So I was going. Uh, I decided that I want to be a little bit more of a bad guy in the game. Like oh, I see something. Wee. I know, and that's usually not my not my like way I go in games. So. You, you know, you I, feel like the game's just like pushing you there anyway, whether you like it or not. Maybe I probably so. So previously, like I, you know, I'd see a wagon going by and this guy's yelling from the back, like, let me go. It's not me. It was my brother. You know, whatever. Like, I like <laughs> let the proper authorities do what they need to do. Okay. Johnny so Law. Yeah. Let him go. Johnny Law's got him. So I, you know, I kind of changed my mind and I saw these two horses uh, rolling by. <laughs> And I, <laughs> Lacroix. This segment brought to you by Lacroix. That's amazing. Uh, so these two guys going by, and they had a guy tied up on the back of their horse. Have I already told you a story? I feel like I told the story. I haven't. I, no, no. Okay. So I was not. like, the guy's yelling. He's like, "Let me go! It wasn't me. You have the wrong guy." And I was like, "All right, this is where I step in. I'm gonna blast these guys, and I'm gonna save him." <laughs> All right. So I pull out my shotgun, and I'm on my horse. All right, so I shoot one guy, Naturally. no problem. I shoot the other guy that is he's carrying the hogtied guy in the back of his horse. I knock him off his horse. The horse freaks out and just like takes off. And I was like, no, wait, wait, wait. You still have this hogtied guy on the back of your horse. So I like take off after this horse. I'm serious. Like I ran after this horse for 10 real minutes <laughs> trying to stop him. Jump off my horse, like I throw a rope on him, trying to pull me like easy girl, you're all right, girl. And like run out of stamina, the horse takes off again. I was like, This is is this even worth it? What's this guy gonna do? I finally stopped the horse. I picked the guy up off the back of the horse and, and set him on the ground, and then there's blood. And I was like, Is he dead? Is he dead? I've been chasing this dead guy for 10 minutes. I shot him when I was on my horse. I was so angry. So then I had to leave the body because, I mean, I'm not, like, leaving empty-handed. Yeah, you went through all that for what? I didn't get anything. I didn't get anything. I got, like, 35 cents. (laughs) So uh, So you followed a corpse for 10 minutes. The moral of the story is if you're going to save a guy in the back of the horse, don't use a shotgun. Use a rifle or your revolver. Something that's a little more controlled. Because I'm just blasting at the hip, you know? Oh, my. Well, that's the kind of stuff I want. That's that's it. You can play Red Dead every day for the next 30 years as long as you give me more stories like that. Okay. And if I've learned anything. I will will try to give a good story. If I've learned anything from Red Dead, it's that stories like that are in no short supply. No, they're not. They're like, you know what you're doing. I mean, you're just trying to save somebody. <laughs> yeah. And Kate, uh, if you can come up with anything from Odyssey, that'd be great. I right mean, now it's just, was, oh, look how beautiful it is. That's okay, not funny. Yes, fine. I will come up with a story. I have one right uh, now. Blah, blah. I was trying to do a side quest. Whoa, so I was you save it for the podcast, okay? Yeah. You save it for the podcast. Next we've, week. We've got, to, we've got to move on. Matt, you've also been uh, playing. 
Oh, I was going to say I've been playing Gloomhaven, which is no surprise, but I also eclipsed the 50 play mark for Gloomhaven this year. Wow. Which is a lot for me and a lot for probably most people. I'm at 292 plays this year of my goal of 300. You're not going to make it. I, I really hope I can make it before I go to Pack South. My new stretch goal is you meant unplugged. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah, South. whatever. You yeah. unplugged. You, yeah, you know. One of the packs. <laughs> They're all the same. Yeah. So Bubba, you what have you been it. playing? Probably so. I have only been playing one game and I played Moonlighter. And so I told you it was downloading last week, uh, this time when we were recording, because it didn't release until noon and then I gotta work and stuff. But I brought my switch to work so that I could start it downloading. Get it home, start playing it. Game is awesome. It's fun. Guys, if it is like Stardew, uh, the best part of Stardew for me, which I, I mean, I've never played Stardew, but I've watched my wife play Stardew. And every time I see her play, she's she's usually in the dungeon. And so she's going through the mines and she's, it's terrible combat. Absolutely horrible combat in Stardew. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's, it's she can she can swing forward and attack something behind her. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. That's real life. So Kate's sighing because she's going to try and explain away why that works. No, it's fine. Just keep the going. answer is that Stardew is not that kind of game. It's not designed to be that kind of game. That's just an aspect of it that was in there and they didn't okay, do it correctly. That's true. Okay, so all okay, that fine. being said, they fixed everything. Not that Stardew was the basis, but they fixed it in Moonlighter. So the basis of the game, if you haven't heard me on a podcast before, you haven't looked this up, is that you are a shop owner who sells the things that you get from the dungeons. And so at night, you go into the dungeon. You can go during the day, but you get better loot at night. You go into the dungeon and you have a lot of, um, if you've ever played Hyper Light Drifter or if you've ever played Dark Souls, there's a lot of like dodgy mechanics and stuff like that. Like you, you can dodge through attacks. Um, it is a very punishing game. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's a little forgiving in that you can keep things that are on your person, but you have a bag that you lose if you die. And that game is trying to kill you at every turn. So you go into the dungeon, you crawl through it, and then you have, you know, limited bag space. And the idea is that you're trying to bring out things that people in the town want. So the game will go through this this progression of, oh, hey, this sold at a really great price, or you're selling way too much of this and nobody wants it anymore. It's in it's in too too much supply that it's not enough. Uh, you know, the the supply is outweighing the demand. So market saturation. Yeah, life, you're, yeah, you're trying to really figure out what's the best price for this item, and at the same time, you're not really selling everything. You're also trying to upgrade at the armory to get better armor and weapons and potions, you know, with the enchantress and all sorts of stuff. Like there's a ton of things to do in this game. I love it. And at the same time, I hate this game more than any game that I've ever owned in my entire life. Rage is real. I, if you don't believe me, just message my wife and she'll tell you. I'll be sitting She's there. She's already told me. Do, did she really? I don't, I don't. No, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, believe, I wouldn't, wouldn't not believe you. So I'm playing through the game and I'm like, do, 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 like playing in bed. And then I'm like, oh, it, it's like, I should probably go back to town. Ah, I'll do one more room die immediately in the next room and then i just go into a shaking like convulsive fit like where i'm sitting there just like like shaking the switch back and forth trying not to bend that thing in half um i was wondering how how close you were to breaking it i don't get that ragey last time i did this that's why i could not play the game last time i got this way was when i was playing uh 
Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis. Yeah, that was the last one. It's the freaking Switch, man. I don't do this with any other console. It's the Switch. It's the Seth. You know, I, I, I think it means hard. you're getting old. You're exactly right. Here's the deal. I want, I've been playing so much Spider-Man that I'm like, man, I'm a rock star. I can do anything I want, Spider-Man. I go into a challenge, boom, completed. It's like I was built for that game. I come into this game and the simplest of things I can't freaking do. No. I don't want to say Spider-Man's easy, but. I'll say it. It's it's fun. It's aliens. 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 Plus, you did kind of say earlier that it was easy. It is easy. But I think that's the, to me. I mean, not today. To me, that's the appeal of it is that it's easy enough that I can just go and play it anytime I want to. And so, I don't know. I think that there's something to be said about that. But I've been playing, I'll I'll like get to a point where I'm like, all right, I'm going to try it one more time. And I'll die again. I'm like, oh God, all right, I'm going to try it one more time. I'll get one more space. And I'm like, ah, I can go into the room. So I keep doing that and keep dying and forgetting to go back or like thinking I can do more than I can actually can. Yeah, press your luck mechanic. Mechanic, yeah, which is a bad idea. Um, yeah, well, bad for, you, idea. for me, I feel good. So I, I, I'll play that until I can't play it anymore. And then I'll put it down and I'm like, Anna, I just, what, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing with my life? She tried playing it and I think she played it for 10 minutes. I was like, she killed it. She went back to start oh, like she... immediately. Well, see, um, there's my answer. You know, well, it's I better think for her. I, I was going to say quick side note. I think that the $15 I spent start Stardew was probably the best Christmas present I've ever gotten someone. Bro, she has clocked over 100 hours in Stardew. Amazing. My that you guys are probably like, "Oh, I, you know, I do that on every game every time." My wife does not play video games. Has clocked over 100 hours. She's going to get the golden clock. I just I believe in her. She mentioned oh, probably. it. She mentioned it the other day. She was like, "What is Kate talking about golden clock? I haven't even seen anything about it." I was like, "Babe, I don't think you've played enough of the game yet." And she says, "What do you mean I haven't played enough of the game yet? I'm over 100 hours into it." So, should Kate, I message her and just explain? Tell her. Yes. Okay. I I told her that needs to be her goal cuz she's like, "I feel like I need to stop playing this game." I said, no, don't well, stop. Keep going. I asked her, I said, why do you feel like you need to stop playing? Is it because you just feel like you should stop playing? She's like, well, yeah, it's a hundred hours. I could have been doing anything else. I was like, well, yeah. Okay. Point taken. No, 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 no. Don't say I that. said, but set a goal. Don't just stop cold <laughs> Turkey because you'll, you'll feel bad because you did that. So mm-hmm. I told her whatever the golden clock is, set that as your goal. Um, and she'll listen to this podcast and realize that that was like the most lofty goal in the world. But no, be no, fine. No, it's not lofty. It's totally doable. Tons of people get the golden clock. I was just too lazy and yeah. I haven't you followed right. through. Dozens of people yeah. have the golden clock. No, that's not true. Way more than dozens. Well, okay. So, okay. so Facebook message to Anna. Yeah, you, you get that going. So I, I played Moonlighter and also today I backed a game on the Kickstarter. So, uh, well, two things. I backed two games. I backed Tidal Blades. I put it off for as long as I could and it was in, it was within the last 48 hours and I was really like ah man I mean just if I I could probably buy it later and then it, everything came out at the end and I was like I, yeah. I need to have this game yeah. and I didn't want to feel dice thrown again um where I I didn't back it in the first one and had to just deal with all that so I wanted to go ahead and back it and I did I got the stupid deluxe edition um and I'm going to love it. I know I am. That was my problem. Like, I didn't want to spend, what, 48 on the base game. I wanted the deluxe one. Yeah, with you the, might as like, well. The real figures. Exactly. But I didn't want to spend 89. Yeah. 
It was tough. It was a tough like jump there. It came out to just over a hundred dollars total. I wanted it, but I look at it and I go, "Worth? It was worth it." I mean, you can't go wrong with the Druid City Games game, and especially you you know it's Mr. Cunnington and it's the Eisner Brothers and it's James Hudson and now Skybound Games and like everything about it was just buy the game, and so I did, and I don't I don't regret it. I regret not doing it sooner. Honestly, um, I didn't miss out on anything, which is really good. Like I said, last 48 hours, but, um, but it did that. I will pick it up later, I'm sure. I know, and that's where I was, but I did, they had a lot of Kickstarter exclusive stuff, and I wanted to... Yeah. So anyway, I backed that one, and also I backed another game that they were talking about in Board Game Spotlight. Um, Derek Funkhauser was talking about this a lot, and they did a live stream of it, and the game is called Mechanisms. Did you see this game? I didn't see this one. So it's like a... It's a faux, well, it's not faux anything. It's, it's, how do I explain it? This is, I'm going to be terrible at this game because I can't even explain how to play it. And that's kind of a big mechanic of it. Um, it's a game where you are playing charades pretty much where you're trying to get people to guess the mechanic that you're trying to portray. So worker, work, worker placement, um, dice drafting, uh, deck building, stuff like that. And it's it's like a high tabletop board game nerd game. I mean, it's like everything about it is insider baseball for board gaming. Sure. So I was watching them play it and I was like, I've never heard of that. Uh, I'm pretty sure you made that one up. And, you know, I'm like, I don't. Is there a list where I can go and like research this stuff? Because I'm going to suck at this game bad if I don't cheat beforehand. And he said that there is. So we're good. Um, but I okay, think so. I finished messaging Anna. Sorry to interrupt. I just wanted you to know I finished <laughs> messaging Anna. Congratulations! Achievement done. unlocked. Uh-huh. Um, and and so, so this game is. I don't. I don't even. I didn't even check to see when it's coming out. But um, I went and backed it. It's a card game, you know. And it's also he said it's a legacy game because for each mechanic they have at the bottom of the card. Hey, here's the game that best represents this and the designer. And if you get that card signed by the designer at a convention or otherwise then when you're playing your game, that card is actually worth two points instead of one points when you get it. One point? One points? Pointer. Single points. Um, so anyway, back to that. Um, it's not one that's going to get to table a lot because I don't run in that crowd very often. I'm usually teaching very simple games over and over again. But when we get together at um, you know the, Afro, or the, the, the fabled LTN con or if we're at... You know, packs or, you know, something like that. We can play that game. And really, it's going to be so good um, to to really level the playing base, because when you think that, you know what you're talking about with board games, you play this game and you realize you have never even touched a board game in your life. So it's humbling. And I, I appreciate that. But guys, those are just some of the things that we've been playing and that you know kickstarted and you know stuff that is is going on in our world. We want to know what you've been playing, so do us a favor and just get on the Facebook um, and let us know right here on this post, or you can go to this podcast post on lovethynerd.com and let us know what have you been playing. That's really the whole reason that we do this section of of the podcast is not so that we can brag about what we're playing or 
the one games that we're playing, but really so that we can create community and say, hey, what are you playing? Is there something we should be playing that you think is just absolutely dope? If so, please let us know in the comment section below and we'll either play it, you can send it to us and we'll review it or whatever that needs to look like. Um, but you can tell us what you've been playing and what we should be playing below in the comment section or on lovethynerd.com. So a lot has actually happened in the gaming world and the nerd world this past week. And at the time of this recording, um, Stanley has just passed away. So we want to take some time to make sure that we, we give that reverence and, and grieve that a little bit. So um, for those of you guys that uh, cared at all about Stanley and any of the things that he's done and universes that he's created, just take time to find the thread here in the community and just share your condolences and favorite stories and cameos and all sorts of stuff. But another thing that has happened this week is a leak. A rumor, as it were. And the rumor is this. The rumor is that there will be a Nintendo 64 Mini Classic. And I have never been more excited in my entire life for a wow. thing to come out. Wow, that's, than the, yeah, well, that's we talked gonna... about this. We, when, whenever the NES Classic came out and then the SNES Classic came out, we talked about those two things really ad nauseum. And the cool thing about it was we were always looking forward to what is the next thing that Nintendo is going to do. And we knew beyond a shadow of a doubt in our heart of hearts, deep in our soul, that mm. it was going to be the Nintendo 64 Classic. And we joked about the GameCube. The GameCube in and of itself is already kind of a mini. Um, the discs were really small for almost no reason at all. I want smaller discs. I'm tired of it. <laughs> Did you ever get those discs in the mail that were like, they were the mini discs, but then they were like cut at the top and the bottom. So it was like it, oblong or like discs that were in weird shapes. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever get those? Yeah. Yeah. They were like unbalanced. Yeah, for no reason at all. They would explode inside of your computer, but why not? Let's just go ahead and send those out to the masses. Mm -hmm. um, but GameCube aside, we'll talk about the GameCube when they make a GameCube Mini, which you you just got to know at this point, right? Like it's coming. So mm -hmm. we'll talk about that I when it gets so. here. But we want to talk about here are some of the games that we would like to see on the Nintendo 64 Classic. Uh, Matt, what, come on, man. Start us off. What's what's a given? I mean, I feel like we have several givens that will just automatically be on there. Mario 64. Has to be. Ocarina of Time. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think that's already a soft confirm. Right. Uh, Mario 64, Star Fox 64. I think those those four are confirmed, if not like Paper Mario. Oh, um, man, pa Paper Mario. Right. That but be beyond that, games like... I don't know. I'm hoping for Diddy Kong Racing. Ooh. I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like that game is almost better than Mario Kart 64. Not almost. Wow. That's Those not almost. Uh, yeah. Kate, have you ever played Diddy Kong Racing? It's no. Better. I don't. It, it is infinitely better. I don't know that it would ring true with you right now uh, because you didn't no. play it in your youths. Um, but when you played that thing as a kid, that was. That was the best game. That was just the best game. You could play as all those different characters, which was nothing new, but it was new that they were different characters. They were mostly brand new characters because of this franchise. Um, what was the name of the little mouse? Uh, 
Pepin Squeaker. Squeakers. Squeaker McSqueakerson. <laughs> uh, I mean, there was the the turtle. I don't remember any of their names right now. Banjo was in that game. You could play as Banjo. Uh, Kazooie? What about him? Yeah, well, I think just in spirit, Kazooie was there. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, okay. you could you could drive, you could fly, or you could use a hovercraft, and you could also fly an airplane. Like, those are the three yep. vehicles. Was, and this was before Mario Kart decided to add all their extra weird bike and hovercraft type thing all which in the latest mario kart 8 deluxe they work a whole lot better than the hovercraft in diddy kong racing that's very that was the one that made me want to throw my controller into a wall just see if i could get it to stick (laughs) in the wall was that stupid hovercraft um but still that was a great game i loved it it was but i I think on the on the on the reverse of that I really hope, and maybe you, you all disagree with me. I really hope Donkey Kong 64 is not on that game. <laughs> okay, now you're Why? ruffling feathers. No, that game is terrible. It is so bad. And that rap in the beginning is the worst song I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh, come on. DJ, Donkey Kong. <laughs> Donkey Kong is here. No, it's so bad. It is so oh, bad. Man. And I, if you disagree with me, you're wrong. I don't know that I ever even played Donkey Kong 64. There was a bunch of games on the 64 that I just didn't care about. And honestly, I've got one for you, well, Matt. You, you can you can have your Donkey Kong. Um, Super Mario 64 is one of the worst games, I think, in the world. At, during, at the time, that game was for great. Me. Now it's so hard to play. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, what's your reasoning? What, like The camera was terrible. And oh, it, was, yeah, it, was. it was like the first of its kind. So you couldn't really get out and do almost anything. Like it, it made me motion sick. But a girlfriend that I had in high school, she loved that game. She was not a gamer at all, but of that's what she did. she did, dude. She played the mess out of the game. She had a 64 in her room, and that is the only game she had. And she had the Prima Strategy Guide for Super Mario 64. She had all the stars. I love their not? guides. Yeah, rip Prima, oh rip. Yeah. But okay, so but so I mean, honestly, I just I never really got into it. I tried to play. They did a remake um, in Unreal Engine on. Uh, for, for Super Mario 64, I downloaded yeah. it and played it a little bit. It was pretty good. It was a lot better because the camera handled better. And being able to have two thumbsticks. That was the other thing, is that you were trying to do everything on the 64 with one C thumbstick. Buttons. Yeah. C buttons, yeah. Hard pass. I don't know, man. It like I'm excited about this in a lot of ways, but I also feel like the Nintendo 64 and the PlayStation 1, I've said this before, like those were growing years in the video game industry, and they those games for whatever reason did not age well so really didn't there are some good games i mean how do you think it's gonna do oh i think it'll do fine yeah if the games are terrible no the the nostalgia is too thick the nostalgia will overcome too thick for sure well i mean honestly (laughs) like i'll get one probably you put uh legend of zelda ocarina of time yeah boom and really all you need to do i don't know if you can even do this with with this but if you have an actual nintendo 64 i recommend going and getting um what's known as the retro fighter and it's it's a controller that you hold like a normal controller now would you watch your mouth yeah, there's I'm nothing just wrong saying, with the n64 well <laughs> really doesn't need doesn't need three handles doesn't need three handles yeah it does well, what about I mean, perfect what dark grow 
I was going to say Perfect Dark, but I wasn't sure if they'd do that or Goldeneye. I don't think they're going to do either. This is pie in the sky stuff. These are things that we would like to see. Right right now, it's it's a licensing nightmare, anything that comes from Rare. So we're probably oh, not going to get to see that. Perfect Dark is Rare? Is that true? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's and right. that's, that's a Microsoft-owned yeah. company now. Yeah, I so, know. But Too they bad. did say that Majora's Mask was going to be on there. Obviously, that's yeah, not Rare. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that is a almost a gimme as well, both the Zelda games. Oh, man, it, honestly, it would be worth it for just the Zelda games. Yeah, I agree. What about Pokemon Snap? I love Pokemon. Hey, People what like about the game, Rugrats right? game? What about it? <laughs> Kate just passes right over Pokemon Snap into Rugrats. I'm just kidding. Rugrats is terrible. I used to not be allowed to watch that show as Pokemon, a Pokemon Snap is good. <laughs> I would rather than Pokemon Snap, which don't get me wrong, I loved that game. I'd like to see Pokemon Stadium or Stadium Two, you know. I mean, or original Smash Bros. What, oh, that's but you probably can't, a gimme too. Yeah, but you can't now because there's the new one coming out. No, people would still right? want it. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I mean, you would probably see that game at tournaments on that machine. Honestly, yeah. Uh, there's probably going to be a Mario Party. I don't know which one. One yeah. through a thousand, probably. I don't know. I. Th- I think my wish list, like I don't think it would ever happen, would be either Star Wars Rogue Squadron or Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire, man. It's one of the games I, I own on happen. my 64. Yeah. Like physical copy. Yeah. I just don't see that one actually being on there. Sadly. How about Tony Hawk? Uh, Tony my Hawk. favorite. No, not for the 64. That was why well, well, it's here's worst the worst version. Well, but I like Tony Hawk. We're no, saying I like it wish too. List. Oh, I like it too. But the thing I about like the '64 version, all the songs weren't full length songs. They they cut them off. Yeah, it was and legit was the worst version of Tony Hawk. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, <laughs> at least Matt and I have. Who knows? We're always talking Maybe. about Tony Hawk one and '64. That's for sure. Here we go. Here we go. Wave Race '64. It'll be on there. Dude. So will Pilot Wings. So like these games, I don't Pilot care about. Wings. No, I don't. Do you remember no. pilot? Do you remember being I so do. frustrated? I do. It was awful. So hard. Oh, that game was. The I worst. remember I landed. I landed a plane one time, and I thought I was the best game player ever. That was, was like, one time more than I ever landed a plane. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I don't even know how I did it, but I did it. And I, <laughs> well, it was impossible. Like best, I don't think actual was. pilots could do it. No, heck no. Well, I mean, have you asked any? I yeah, I no. exclusively ask uh, fighter pilots about about that game dude what about these the wwf games okay so these these are the reasons that i bought a 64 no wcw versus nwo or wcw versus okay the world. so those okay, games those are those were great but then wwf bought or they got the rights to wwf and they started making no mercy wrestlemania 2000 i said those backwards but still i mean no mercy is is heralded as like the best wrestling game to date Better than N- and <laughs> better than WCW versus NWO. No. So so WCW versus NWO World Tour. Um, yeah, was, that's the better one. Was okay, but WCW versus M- NWO Revenge. Oh, that's just a lot of letters. That's the good one. How about Razor Freestyle Scooter? Well, that's a gimme, Kate. We're going to mention that one. Yeah, no more gimmies. No more gimmies. Or do you think Harvest Moon's a gimme? Is that is that a gimme on there? Do you think any game that has 64 so. in the title? No, I please, I hope. That <laughs> what if that's Moon, all it is? Doom Harvest 64. Moon and Bomberman. I love Bomberman games. 
Bomberman oh. was pretty fun. I, I'll give it to you. Um, Although I didn't, I haven't played the Switch one because I heard it was like overpriced for what it is. And I Bomberman you know, over. No, yeah, that was like a it? it was like a launch title. It was, I mean, it launched like 30 yeah, but bucks. it was over. It was just like it was not thirty bucks. Was it not? I thought it was thirty. When bucks. I looked it up, no, it was sixty. It was more, Otherwise, it I would have gotten it. But it's now. like original Bomberman. Well, I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but I I can't I wait I to play Superman. Just <laughs> a gimme as well. <laughs> Anybody who knows anything about that game knows it is like ET level bad on the sixty four. Oh, it's real bad. It's hard. No bueno. Yeah, real bad. Mortal Kombat 4 or even, uh, what was that other Mortal Kombat game? Sub-Zero Mythologies. Did you play that one? The side-scroller? No, I didn't play that one. Oh, or how about StarCraft on the 64? Guys, I mean, Ooh. it's just like things get good real quick when you start dipping into the 64 world. I think there'll uh, probably be a Turok, so though. I think there'll be a Turok on there. Maybe. Maybe Turok 2. Yeah. And this might be a way for Nintendo to kind of like re-release, like re-release some updated games of, you know, these old ones. Like, do they, do they own Turok? I don't know. I have uh, no idea. I don't know that anybody owns Turok right now. Turok owns himself. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, he, he's an independent man. Mm-hmm. Do you think, so like when the, when the SNES Classic came out, we got the Star Fox 2, the unreleased Star Fox 2, which... Uh, quite frankly, I did not even know existed. No, I didn't either. But um, I mean, I don't know everything. Yeah, I'm not not a huge Star Fox nerd. Um, but do you do you think that we're going to see something like that come out for the 64? I would they release like the uh, Ocarina of Time, like that uh, master. Ma- well, there wasn't. weren't they working on like the the dolphin system or like the disc drive for the N64 or something yeah. like that. Uh, like where they had, there was some content expansion wasn't for, yeah, for, uh, Ocarina of time. I mean, that could be something they could release there, even oh, draw God. more people in or, I mean, wasn't, wasn't animal crossing originally going to be an N64 game, but they moved it to GameCube or something like that. I Probably. think you're right. It seems like it. You know, I, what, I would cool I would be I, I would be really happy if they just released the uh, the Christmas video of the kid opening the Nintendo sixty four. Like if that was just a video file that I could play on loop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really hope it is. That, that would be great. Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real real story, true story here. That is my son Caleb, and uh, he is currently six years old, and he's grounded from video games until he's seven. Um, wow! Yeah. When's his birthday? Uh, not tomorrow, which is what he hoped. He's he's always telling me, "Hey, it's almost my birthday." I'm like, uh, "Your birthday is in April. <laughs> it's not almost your birthday." Whoa, yet. that's a long grounding. Yeah, but it's fine. Roasted. He gets to watch me play video games. So oh. yeah, when, when I'm just looking through a list of um, canceled Nintendo 64 games, and there are a lot. Not that I want to play them all, but <laughs> games like 1080 Snow- Snowboarding Two. Pilot oh, Wing 64 1080, 1080 or Snowboard Kids. Um, yeah, there's like, there's just a bunch that they probably could, you know, but, hey, we didn't release this, and, but it was done, and here it is. I'm sure some of you could be like, oh, yeah, why didn't they ever release Pokemon Coliseum on the 64? Because it went to GameCube. Who knows? Who knows? I know, like, um, knows? like, id Software. I think it was id at the time. It wasn't Bethesda yet. They did Hexen. 
and Doom, which I already mentioned. Um, both of those came out in the 64. So there's a lot of first-person shooters. I'm not really super interested in playing a first-person shooter on the 64 no. unless it's South Park. I love <laughs> South Park on the Nintendo 64. It got terrible reviews, and that's perfect because it's not a very good game. But there's nothing quite like peeing on a snowball and throwing it at somebody or a turkey. A lot of turkeys in that game. Sounds fun. Yeah, Kate, you'd like it. So, Kate, I got a question for you. Since you what? don't play, you've never played the 64. Um, I played one once on a sick day. My cousin <laughs> let me borrow it. It was Mario 64, and I played it for about an hour before my mom said, okay, your time's done for the day. So I got nothing done during that hour <laughs> playing the game. One obviously. hour on a Nintendo 64. I played one hour of N64. What <laughs> What PlayStation game? would you have wanted to play on the 64 or that you want to be on the 64 classic tony hawk tony hawk it's already already i don't know crash bandicoot okay um that's a classic from my childhood and crash racing crash team racing you'd be you'd be good with harvest moon i'm sure you'd like that oh well for sure i would be good at be good with harvest moon that's not a playstation game though is it i thought you were gonna say like Assassin's Creed or Horizon Zero Dawn or something like no, that. No, those are too new. Those are too new. No, I, I, I want to see it anyway. Dance Dance Revolution. Well, I don't know. Well, I, I would I, I would actually no be way. okay with like the demastered games where they like dumb down the, oh, yeah. the graphics a little bit. I'd be fine with that for either uh, of those games. There was, a, there was a thread up. I don't even know where it is anymore, but it was like un, uncharted, demastered. Yeah. 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 Remember that there was like this graphic of Horizon Zero Dawn that was turned into like pixel yeah if if it was like that. a pixelated game it looked awesome but I would play that that would take so would much work there's no way well I mean all we can do is really just speculate honestly um we can just wildly speculate on what games are going to be on this system and really speculate as it as if it's even going to happen um they haven't confirmed it if anything we got unconfirmation from a friend of ours who said that a Nintendo rep told him Reggie from Nintendo of America said that there are no plans for one of these. Um, yet we have this fairly credible, uh, you know, leak here that says that, Hey, here it is. And here's five games that are already pretty much confirmed for it. So, well, you should be prepared just in case anyone asks you, right? Uh, yeah. The phrase is my body is ready and always, always. But I don't know. I mean, why don't you guys tell us what you think should be in the Nintendo 64 Classic? Um, We would love to hear from you on this post on Facebook. Or you can go over to uh, lovethynerd.com and let us know right on this podcast page. What games do you think should or will be in the Nintendo 64 Classic when it inevitably drops? And before we get gone, get got Gone. We leave. Got gone. Before we're done. Keep trying. Dunzo. Get out of here. Before we put this podcast on our Dunzo list, um, we want to make sure that you guys get involved in our community gift exchange, our secret Santa whispers, whispers. Um, seriously, guys, this is a blast. I love it every time we do it. This will be our first time doing it here with Love Thy Nerd, and we have a way better system already. Found a really dope website that does everything for us. Um, so just go to lovethynerd.com. 
um, and find the community page through there, or you can go straight to Facebook and just search for Love Thy Nerd, find our community and join it on Facebook, and you'll have access to the gift exchange. Here's the deal. You have to register by December the 1st because we will be doing the drawings for the names on December the 2nd. Skynet is taking care of all this stuff. I have no control over it. It's going to pick all the names. And so you can log into your account to find out who you have. And then when you create an account, make sure you fill out a wish list. That's important. Also, make sure you fill out a do not need list. So Kate, if she wanted to put on their PlayStation 4, she would make sure that she put on her do not need list anything Assassin's Creed. No, no. If you get those, you can just give them to me. Oh, okay. Right. So (laughs) you just do whatever your your do not need list is. Make sure I don't need them also. And just add it to your wish list. And hey, you know what? You can always just take it to GameStop. Um, but, or sell on Craigslist. Um, if that is Craigslist still a thing, I don't know. I don't feel like anybody's using yeah, Craigslist. It's Angie's I think list. So. Yeah. Angie's <laughs> list. <laughs> I think that's a different thing. Oh. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe you can still sell something on there. Anyway, you're going to want to get involved with our gift exchange. And like I said, register by the first, we will choose names on the 2nd of December and then Everything needs to be shipped out from your house in the mail by December the 15th. Hear me say this, by you signing up for this giveaway, or this uh, this gift exchange rather, you're saying, I agree to put something in the mail or email by December the 15th. So just know that you're doing that. Don't make me come after you. Um, I have a very specific set of skills um, <laughs> and uh, like a Bow hunting skills and nunchuck skills. No, you have none of those skills. Um, That's Napoleon Dynamite. Well, all I'm saying is you've never seen Napoleon Dynamite and I in the same room. So That's true. Do with it what you That's will. True. But make sure that you get on over. That is only available to people that are in the Love Thy Nerd community. So once you join, we'll let you in. We got a little screening process. That's just to make sure that you're not a robot or a troll. Sometimes trolls get through. It's just a thing that happens. But we'll let you in and you'll have access to that. Hey, while you're over there, make sure that you like our page on Facebook. Also, find us on social media. Kate is blowing it up. We've been posting a bunch of stuff lately on the Twitter. Interesting things. We'll let them be the judge. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, very thoughtful and engaging content. And Mm -hmm. uh, you're gonna want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Love Thy Nerd. Well, guys, that's going to do it for episode 31 of the Free Play Podcast. Be sure to check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and really anywhere else that podcasts can be found. If you can't find us where you listen to podcasts, please let me know by sending me an email, bubba at lovethynerd.com, and I'll do my best to get us on that network. Once again, my name is Bubba Stalkup. My name is Matt Warmbier. You don't have to make fun of me. <laughs> that was just normal. That's how I speak always. Yeah, he always. <laughs> My name yeah. is Matt Warmbier, and I'm Kate Kotawaki. You sounded Ooh. just like Ezra just then, Matt. I just want to point that out. Like that episode where he stepped in, and when I was at your house, I've been teaching him. Yeah, you you sounded like you were making fun of him, making fun of you. Well, like father, like whatever. <laughs> son, maybe son. I don't know. son yeah, that's it. we'll go yeah. with son. All right. Well, hey, you know what? We'll catch you next week. And Jesus loves you, nerds. You have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. 
be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media. Easy girl, you're all right, girl.